Hello and welcome to Harry's Strictly Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Surplus, and I'm here on my brand new podcast to give you my opinions and most importantly, my scores on this year's dances. So sit back, relax, grab your sparkles, and let's get on with the show. We are in double figures. It is week. 10 and I can't believe it. It's just flying by and I don't want it to because we've only got three more episodes of Strictly left. We've got next week, we've got the semi-final and then the final and it's coming so, so fast. Week 10 was very good, I thought. There was some great dances in there. Again, nobody was perfect, I didn't think, but nobody was terrible, and that was kind of the same thing as last week. My scores varied slightly this week. I gave a couple of high scores. I gave one low-ish score. Um, You might be able to work out who that was for. We'll talk about that later. But a good week overall. We had a range of dances. We had a couple's choice, a rumba, a pasodoble, a waltz, a samba, and an Argentine tango. So yeah, a really good mix of dances. And I like when there's a mix of dances because it's hard in a good way to compare the couples. Everybody brings out something different. And I think because everybody's brought something different out, it's hard to know who is going to go. I think it's really hard to call because the public can surprise us as we've seen for a lot of this series. They can vote for their favorite even if the dancing isn't great or they can expect somebody to be safe and not vote for them, even though their dance was perfect. So again, it's it's hard to call this week. Unfortunately, we didn't have Motsi because Motsi was pinged, so she wasn't able to fly over from Germany to join the panel. So Cynthia came back this week, but not to replace Craig, to replace Motsi. And again, the, the panel had a different feel because Motsi's, you know, so energetic, so bubbly, so fun, that Cynthia's slightly different to that. And I, I missed Motsi a little little bit because I love Motsi and what was nice actually is because I was wondering what Motsi would have scored. She actually commented her scores on the Instagram posts so I thought that was great. I think she gave AJ a 10 and I think she gave John a 10 as well so nice to see that. Anyway let's get on to talking about the dances of week 10. First to take to the floor was Rose and Giovanni with a Pasadoble. Now, I loved how this dance looked, and I always like how the Pasadoble looks because the production is amazing. What they do with it is great. I loved that she had the spotlight on her at the start and the clouds and the rain. It was perfect. It created a great atmosphere. I did notice, and I think it was because she had the spotlight on her, that the fan that she was holding, I know it's not her fault, but I noticed it. It didn't open up as she flicked it and she had to correct it but she was like a pro and she continued on. I liked actually how strong this Paso was in her feet. It was very precise. It was very grounded. What I would like to have seen is more attack in her upper half and more attack in the way she moved. However, it was clean and they partnered each other really well. They danced together and that's what the Paso Doble is about. Can you move together but can you sort of battle each other? I think they did that quite well. Her shaping 
everything was nice with her back. She was arched. She created that banana shape, as Ali Ash talks about. And she kept that in and out of hold, which was nice to see. She kept it on the spins as well, which was nice. She didn't go vertical. What I would like to have seen is just a bit more volume in her arms. In the Paso Doble, what you want is oval shaping created with your arms, just to give a bit more volume. And I just thought that missed slightly, just at times. I thought it was great that she did her cape work with her skirt. I liked that, but I just wanted more volume with her arms, just to create a, a stronger, broader look, because that's what the Paso Doble wants. Um, but what I loved is that she had isolation at her wrist, she had the flamenco feeling of the Paso Doble, and she sustained that, you know, she had the circular rotation at the wrist, which was really nice. I do agree with Craig when he used the word broader, and I think that's kind of why I was saying why I was saying about the shaping. What I would like to have seen is more drive through the floor as well, because it didn't drive and move as much as I would have liked it to, and what we usually see in a Paso Doble, you know, nice heel leads on the walks, I thought were just missing slightly just to give her a bit more drive. And there was a slight stumble at the end, which was a shame, because I was ready to score this a nine, I, I really was, um, but it just, just missed in elements for me. However, overall, a strong, powerful dance. They dance so well together. I love the chemistry. And what I think is great that Rose and uh, Giovanni can do is that they can come out and dance a cheeky quick step. They can come out and dance a nice cha-cha and have that cheekiness. But then they can also bring a different element to the dance and adapt their chemistry so that it fits to the style of the dance, which I think is great. A good attempt at a paso. It just needed to have a bit more drive and a bit more shaping. Also, so I have to say, I forget Rose can't hear the music. I watched this dance back and I thought it's just amazing how on time she is. She started off on her own, didn't make any mistakes on her own timing wise. How brave she has to be to do that is just brilliant. So yeah, a good attempt at a Paso. I quite enjoyed watching it. It just needed a bit more shaping and a bit more drive. The scores are in. Eight. Next up to take to the floor was Dan and Nadia with a rumba. And when they announced this on social media, I was really worried because the rumba is known to be a difficult dance, especially for the male, because sometimes the male doesn't connect as well to the music and the moves of the rumba and the slowness of it. And it's a very unforgiving dance. If you do something wrong in the rumba, you're more likely to see it because it's very slow and everything is on show. I'll start with the positives. And uh, there was quite a few positives. What I have to say is that these two partner each other well and they're so well suited just to look at before they even start dancing. It's a great, great partnership. He started off well. He's got a lovely vertical line that he sustained and he did some nice rumba basic as he started. It lacked hip action, I will be honest. And I think that was because you could see Nadia with that Cuban motion that it highlighted Dan didn't have much there. I did notice, and I think Cynthia said this as well, that he really tried to finish his lines and he did do it, which was nice to see. Um, I also liked the content in there. There wasn't too much. They kept it quite simple. He had some nice lunges in there. He had some nice cucarachas. There was a, quite a few rumba walks and he did attempt a nice alamana. So he attempted it, but it just 
fell a bit flat for me, I'll, I'll be honest. To look at the dance and just to sit back and watch it, I thought it was nice. But when you actually break it apart, I don't think the, it was that impressive. Yes, I understand it was a simple rumba that they did execute well, but now in week 10, I'm wanting a bit more from the rumba, technically wise, and just personally wise. That's what I uh, I thought. I agree with Craig. I don't think he moved on the 4-1. I would like to have seen more flow there because it was a bit stationary and it highlighted that a couple of times. Um, you never step on the 1 in a rumba really. You uh, always step on the 2. So on the 4-1 you want to move your body to the music and flow a bit more, add a bit more hip action, um, which was there at times but it wasn't sustained. And because the rumba is slow, you want it to be sustained throughout. You never want to look like you're standing still. And I also noticed that he needed to turn his feet out. In the Latin, you want your feet at five to one and they were just turned in or parallel at times. So I agree with that. Not my favourite dance, I'll, I'll have to say. I don't know what Cynthia was thinking, giving this a nine. Maybe she just got a bit carried with the feeling because the feeling was nice, but just not my favourite. I don't think he did enough to warrant high scores. I don't know. Yes, the choreography was kept simple and it was not basic. I'm not saying it was easy, but it didn't have the rumba flow that you need. And because it is a slow dance, it highlights that. Craig said that he was sort of stuck in the ground. And I agree with that. I also agree with Shirley saying that it's nice that he was stuck in the ground because it was grounded. But what I think happened is because he, he was quite stuck into the ground, it made it just look a bit stiff and he wasn't able to move and flow. So not my favourite dance of dance, but not a terrible attempt. It was just sort of average, you know? But I have to mark accordingly of it being week 10. But the overall look of the dance, the connection, the partnering between each other was nice. Just technically not great. Um, so yeah, I was actually a bit unsure what to make of this because when he started dancing, I was impressed. Then when I watched it back, I thought, mm, it was a bit stiff and I thought that watching it for the first time as well. So I'm kind of on the fence. That's why I've gone down the middle with my score. The scores are in. Five. We had a sassy couple's choice from AJ and Kai. And before we talk about the dance, can we just talk about how she looked? Didn't she look incredible? I loved her look for this. It actually reminded me a little bit of her Charleston with her sort of crimped or whatever, you, you know, her curled hair. I thought it was really nice to look at. The dance, I loved the production. I loved how it looked. But for me personally, it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Let me try and explain. So, I liked the song. When it started, I liked it. You know, the funkiness, the groove, the pop of the song, I liked. She had great leg extension at the start when she did a nice lunge at her chair. I thought that was nice. Then she did some sort of lockstep walk and I just thought it could have been executed a bit sharper. The beat of this music was really sharp and I don't think she danced to the sharpness of the music so it made it look a little bit soft and I think it could have been a lot poppier just to create a bit more definition in what she was doing and Craig said that as well. I also thought the lift that she did when she got up with Kai didn't go as well as it should have done, I'm not sure. Um, 
But I do have to say, they dance very well. If you just sit back and enjoy this, it's great. You know, she's confident, she's going for it. And that's what I like every week from AJ. She had great balance and she was precise in what she was doing. She knew where she had to be. She knew about her arms, she knew about her legs and she was ready to partner Kai. She was ready to be lifted. She was there, she was in place. She got onto the table, she was ready. And I, I like that about it. There wasn't a bit where she looked unsure. When she did get on the table, I just thought though that the dancing didn't match the song. Maybe that was a personal thing for me. However, she is dangerous. To jump off the table, to fall backwards and to trust Kai is great. That's what you want really in a partnership. You want trust and they have that, which is nice to see. I enjoyed watching the dance. It just could have been better, I have to, I have to say. I was waiting to give this a 10. I really, really was, but there was just a couple of things that maybe personally I didn't love about it. But like I said, it was funky, it had groove, and it was confident. It was a precise dance that had great leg extension, great partnering, real skills, and she performed it well. That's what I like about AJ. She comes out and she's not really, uh, she's quite fearless, isn't she? She just goes for it. Whatever happens, happens. So a good dance, not my favorite of hers, just could have had a bit more pop. That was all. The scores are in. Eight. Next to take to the floor was Reese and Nancy with a waltz. And it was nice to see Reese and Nancy come out and dance a slow dance. I know everybody said that, but it's true. We have seen high energy dances from Reese week after week. So it was nice for him to come out, do a ballroom dance that he's not done for a while, I don't think, and to actually do okay with this. One thing that I noticed in this dance is how well his frame has improved. He didn't drop his elbows once. He kept them nice and high, a nice horizontal line, and he was there to partner Nancy. Nancy could rest on his frame, which was nice. Before they got into hold, I thought this dance was perfect. The production of it, the lighting, the beautiful tree, and the way they danced, it had sway and it had grace. That was beautiful, the way they partnered each other at the start. He then got into hold, and I think he just sort of didn't have control. Craig said he was following, not leading. And I, I understand what he means by this. It just looked like he stiffened up in hold and then was thinking about what he was doing. His expressions weren't right for me. He did have nice transitions in and out of hold, but it sort of went nice and graceful out of hold, then in hold stiffened up. Uh, and then out of hold, it was nice again. So he's worked on his frame, which was nice to see, but just looked a bit stiff in hold. I also would have liked to have seen it had more drive because for me, I was waiting for them to do something more than what they were doing, but I was wanting to see a lot more push through the standing leg, a lot more drive, a lot more power. It was just sort of one level. It did have sway and it did have lovely rise and fall. It really did uh, glide across the floor, but I just wanted more drive. It was a bit soft for me. I do agree with what Cynthia said, um, and she said he needs to breathe. And I think he didn't do that in hold, and that's what made it look stiff. If he would have just got in hold, breathed, had control, and had 
drive, it would have looked better. Even if inside he was panicking, if he could just express himself in a way that doesn't look like he's panicking, I think he'd be alright. Um, but it did have nice footwork, it was clean, it was precise, he was on his toes when he should have been, he did nice heel leads and he closed his feet, but just overall, I have to agree with Craig on this dance. It didn't go anywhere, I'll be honest. I also thought his bottom was sticking out as well, which I noticed. He needs to tuck that under and just extend his back slightly. So it was just a nice dance. Not a wow, not terrible, just a nice dance. I think he could be in trouble. I do. But I do have to say, they have great connection. They partner each other well, and it was nice to see a softer partnership between these two. Because like I said at the start, we've had great energy, high energy, bubbly, you know, like a jive last week. We've had that from him for a while. So it was nice to see them connect in a different way. Not my favorite dance of Reese's, it just needed a bit more. The scores are in. Seven. Next to take to the floor with a sassy samba was Tilly and Nikita. When Tilly was announced to be dancing a samba, I was a bit worried, like Dan's rumba, because the samba is known to be a difficult dance. She did have nice bounce. She was into her knees, which is what you want from a samba, and it had great energy. Right from the start, you know, it looked like a good dance. It was colourful, it was nice to look at and enjoyable but it just needed cleaning up. She needed to clean her lines up, clean her shaping up a bit, uh, and it would have looked much better uh, uh, from a technique perspective. What I did like about it is she did have great bounce. She sustained that. She had nice bent knees and she moved through the floor. It got a bit labored towards the end. It looked, you know, like she was getting a bit out of breath, which is fine because a samba is a very demanding dance. You've, you've got to keep that energy up. What I did like about it is she didn't faff much at the start. She did a bit of choreography, then she got into the samba. I saw some stationary samba walks, I saw some vaulters, I saw some runs, I saw some rolls. There was a tiny mistake on the samba rolls in the back corner near the judges. I think her feet were too wide, she took too wide steps so she couldn't get round Nikita maybe. Uh, that's what I noticed. So for me it was sort of in and out of greatness. The non-samba parts that were, you know, freestyle choreography could have been cleaner. Some of the samba stuff was good you know, like the samba walks, she had nice hip action, her timing was good, she had good bounce, but then, for example, on the bachicadas, she didn't really control her upper half and isolate her hips to have a bit of Cuban motion. So it needed more absorption in the body, through the floor, through the knees. Isolate her body a bit more, because in the samba, when you walk, move your hips in the opposite direction, gives you that definition. But to watch this dance, it was rather enjoyable. You know, she brought the festival vibe, which is what you want from a samba. They partnered well together. They understood how each other moves and they were able to bounce off each other, which was nice. She didn't go out there and just dance on her own. They danced together, which was good. I enjoyed watching it. Just work on the technique. That's what I'd say. The scores are in. Seven. Well, he's back. John and Johannes danced an Argentine tango, and wasn't it just fab? The best dance of the night, in my opinion. Immediately when I saw them come down the stairs at the start of the episode, I thought, they look great already. And what I loved 
is just how these two dance together without sort of overshadowing each other and especially in this dance in other weeks we've seen Johanna stand out more than John because Johannes is the professional and that's one thing that the other couples don't have you know you wouldn't compare Giovanni and Rose together but because we've got two males dancing it's easy to compare and I think in this one neither of them were overshadowed which was nice it was a strong powerful dedicated performance that had great detail immediately the way he spun his hat he didn't just put it on everything had intention and the details of this dance were there great partnering great reactions that's what this dance is all about one person does one thing and you react to that through your movement which was really nice to see and what i liked about this is john had control of what he was doing he controlled johannes when he needed to and then he controlled himself he had precision on his kicks he had great ganchos they were so precise and they looked like they were reacting to what jojo was doing he knew that it wasn't just to flick his legs about he had to have intention and reaction on that he had great balance it was precise and i loved the bit at the start when they walked out and mirrored each other side by side and they pointed their toes i thought it was great you couldn't at that moment tell who was the professional what i would say and this is the only thing i would say about this dance is that when they got into loose hold i thought john stiffened up ever so slightly and i just think he lost that focus i don't know maybe that was just me but i just thought it it changed from when he was out of hold that was the only thing just keep that focus and not tighten up in hold that's all i thought however it was the best dance of the night i loved the production and what i loved is that they didn't get swallowed up by the production you know the lights the music the effects that they had that could have so easily swallowed him up um it was outstanding really it was the best technical dance of the night absolutely so detailed um I really, really did enjoy it. And I was dying to give this dance a 10 because I've not given a 10 out for a couple of weeks, but a 10 for me is a perfect dance. And I just thought he stiffened slightly in hold. I just would have liked to have seen him sustain what he had out of hold in hold as well. But apart from that, it was outstanding. The scores are in. Nine. So there we go. That's what I thought of all the dances. Again, no 10 this week. I haven't given a 10 out since AJ's Charleston. And let me tell you, I am so wanting to give a 10. Every time a dance starts, I'm like, right, 10. And then when they do something wrong, I'm like, okay, nine. And then I keep deducting points. And I don't want to do that because I want to give out tens. I've only given four tens out in this whole competition. Two have gone to Rose, one has gone to John, and then one has gone to AJ. So I'm dying to give more out, but I just want to be true to myself. And when a dance isn't perfect, mark it accordingly. So I wanted to give tens out this week, but nobody was perfect. Right, who did I vote for? Let's talk about that. So I was a bit unsure who to vote for for one of my votes. I knew two of them, but I was a bit unsure for one of them. And I actually, in the end, went for the couple who I think could be in trouble this week. And the reason I did that is because it's now getting tough and we have to vote strategically so that we, you know, are saving couples that we enjoy watching. So this is who I voted for. 
The first couple that I voted for danced a Paso Doble and they were first up and that was Rose and Giovanni. It was strong, it was clean, I think they're very clever in the choreography that they do and the way they partner. I'm a bit worried that Rose was at the start. Is she going to get forgotten about in terms of her dance? Maybe, but she does have a great fan base behind her that will vote for her under any circumstance. So I think she might be okay just because she was first. Just that changed things a little bit? Maybe. The next couple that I voted for was Tilly and Nikita. And this was the couple that I voted because I wanted to save them. I think they could be in trouble only because of the way the Samba has performed previously. If we think back to 2019 with Saffron and AJ, they were eliminated with their Samba. So I'm a bit worried for Tilly. I thought it was a good Samba, like I said, just not perfect. It needed to be a lot cleaner, a lot more isolation and a lot more absorption through the body. But a good attempt at a samba. And then, of course, my final vote of the night was for the best dance of the night, and that was John and Johannes. So well executed. Such a good dance partner in skills. Precision, technique, understanding, performance, emotion, intention, intensity, everything was there. I just wish he didn't tighten up slightly when he got into loose hold, because apart from that, it was perfect. So there we go, that's who I voted for. Now let's talk about who I think is going to be in the dance-off. I think this week there is three couples that are close to the dance-off. One of them I think will escape because they've had a previous record of escaping the dance-off. And then two others that I'm just not too sure about this week. So, firstly, I think because it was my lowest score of the night, Dan could be in the dance-off, but I don't think he will be because I think people will get behind him. Last week I got behind him because his Charleston was brilliant. This week his rumba was just missing for me slightly. I wanted a bit more. I needed a bit more content, a bit more uh, hip action, a bit more movement. You know, it was just a bit stationary, but I liked it. I enjoyed watching it. It was a good watch, just needed more. So I think in terms of the dancing, he should be there. Is that harsh to say? I'm not sure. But I don't think he will be because he's a lovely person. People are getting behind him. And I like that because that puts us on uh, the edge of our seat. Who's going to be in the dance-off? You know, I'm sat on, my, on the edge of my seat every Sunday trying to guess. Then I do think Reese and Nancy could be in trouble. The waltz can sort of get forgotten about. And I don't think this was Reese's best dance. So I think he could be in the dance-off this week. Then I'm also thinking Tilly because she's been in the dance-off before. We know how the samba plays out and it wasn't one of her best dances. Not her worst, but not her best. It just needed a, to be a lot cleaner. I voted for Tilly to do my part and to give her a vote to save her, but is my vote gonna be enough? Probably not. If I had to narrow it down to the dance-off, I would say Reese and I would say Tilly. We will find out if I'm correct after this music. And my prediction was absolutely correct. It was Reese and Tilly in the dance-off. 
Reese was first announced for the dance-off, and then it was left between Rose and Tilly. And I actually, I'm going to be honest, I thought I wouldn't be shocked either way if it was Rose in the dance-off or if it was Tilly in the dance-off, because Rose was first, and we know that if you're first in the running order, that can have some effect on how people vote. I think Rose is okay because she's got lots of people behind her, but I just thought I wouldn't be shocked if Rose was in the dance-off just because she was first. Dan's got through this week, and I just want to say, people are complaining on Twitter about Dan getting through. The reason he's got through is because people are voting for him. There's no other explanation. People like him. They like his personality, and I actually like him. Yes, he's not the best dancer. I would say he's the weakest dancer now, but in a competition like Strictly, it's not all about the dancing. If people want to vote for you, then that's the people's problem. It's not Dan's fault that he's got through, he's taking it positively, he's enjoying it, and he's giving it everything that he can. So hats off to Dan for that. He's coming out each week and trying his best, even if his best is not the best that a rumba can be danced, for example. I actually do enjoy watching Dan. I like him. He's got a great personality. And each week, he's improving in different ways. You know, he's bringing out better performances, even though the dancing technique varies from week to week. So I'm quite happy to see Dan go through to be honest. However, all of the judges voted to save Reese, but how would I have voted? Well, as always, Tess, it's over to you. Who are you going to save and why? Well, I think both couples absolutely danced better than on Saturday night, and one couple for me was perfect. And I'm actually a bit disappointed that they didn't do that on Saturday night, because if they did, I absolutely would have got my 10 out, because it was just perfect. The way they moved across the floor, they partnered each other, the feel of the dance was there, it wasn't tight, it, I basically felt at ease watching this. And from the dance that they danced, that is what you want. So one couple, in my eyes, was perfect. The other couple, they improved, it was better, it was more precise, but it still looked a bit strange. Um, so for that reason, I have to go with the couple, of course, that I thought was perfect. And that was Reese and Nancy. So there we go, week 10 is over. We are heading in to the quarterfinal. I can't believe it. It's gonna be the quarterfinal next week, then the semi-final, then the grand final. And I can't wait. I can't wait to watch the final, but then that means Strictly's over. So I don't want that to happen, but it's really exciting. I'm also happy to see John, AJ and Rose get through. And Reese. I'm actually really proud of him because he improved so much from Saturday night. Honestly, I, I would never have given that a seven if he did that on Saturday night. In the dance-off, it was just perfect and absolutely warranted a nine or a 10. I would have contemplated a 10 because in my eyes, I didn't see anything wrong with it. So yeah, that's my opinion on the dances. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Next week, the episode might just be a little later. It will either come later on Sunday or it will come on Monday because on Sunday, I'm actually at a dancing competition. I'm dancing the quick step, the waltz, the cha-cha and the jive. So I'm not here on Sunday to record this final bit of the podcast 
podcast so it might come a little later on Sunday or on Monday so just to let you know about that but I will get it out to you as soon as possible. Next week is the quarterfinal like I said so it's getting serious and I'm dying to give somebody another 10 so bring out perfect performances and I'll get my 10 out. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Harry Strictly Podcast. If you enjoyed make sure to follow the podcast on podcast platforms and that's about it. So there's only one way to sign out of the podcast. Are you ready? Say it with me. Keep dancing. Keep dancing.